You are about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work. But if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? Welcome, one and all, to Artificial Ghost Radio, a musical tour through the minds of our contestants. I'm your riveting ringmaster running my mouth into this wrapped radio receiver for our resplendent revolutionaries, Miles. And I'm a clown, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jupiter. I'm a clown, baby. (laughs) I want to be a clown, Clown baby. baby. (laughs) I want to be a clown boy, baby. Rodeo clown. <laughs> that is just a rodeo clown. Oh my god. God, radio radio clowns. We are radio clowns, but rodeo clowns are the uh, sexiest creature, obviously. I guess. Uh, th- this is artificial ghost radio. It sure is. It sure is. Uh, and or sh- or should I say, um. Artificial Clown Radio? I I guess. I guess? Well, yeah, Artificial Clown Radio, Artificial Ghost Clown, or... (laughs) Clown (laughs) Ghost Ghost Radio? Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Which is your favorite? I think mine's Artificial Ghost Clown. (laughs) Artificial Ghost Clown's pretty good. I think, what if we just combine all of them and it's just Clown, Clown, Clown? Clown, clown, clown. <laughs> also, if you do clown, clown radio, it's like Dance Dance Revolution. Oh my god, it is. Oh, it's beautiful. If you if if you guys can't tell from us talking about clowns this much, it's because this week's episode is a. Uh, <laughs> it's about big clown energy. I want yeah only clowns in the chat. Big circus vibes. <laughs> This is a clowns-only event. Go home. Exactly. (laughs) I did- can I tell you something? Sure. I went to the craft store the other day because I wanted to buy fabric to make some patches. Um, And I went into, like, sort of the party area, like, kids' birthday party prep area, and there was clown face paint. So I do have a $5 packet of, like, clowning makeup supplies. So I'm going to really actualize the gender clown within me. Now, I have have a question. Mm -hmm. Why aren't we doing this episode in full clown makeup? In full clown drag. <laughs> no one would. I. The term clown drag is getting. is sending me places. Um, <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> I. There's nowhere to go from that. Bit over. <laughs> 
You say the word clown drag and the room empties. If I was a drag king, it would be a clown experience that I would oh give people. Oh my god. I, uh, okay, so I do, I, I am very uh, uh, supportive and very, um, I, I'm not like afraid of clowns or anything. Here, we're getting into clown talk. I'm not afraid of clowns or anything, mm. but um, I gotta say, my own, the only reason why I have any appreciation for general clownery is because of you. Aw, that's what Foster said yesterday. <laughs> y- you are my one clown connection. Yeah, like, so both you and Foster, Foster was like, listen, I didn't have feelings either way about clowns, but you've really helped me enjoy clowns more. <laughs> so flattered. So thank you. I- Well, okay, I wouldn't say that I enjoy clowns. Normalized clowns. I've normalized clowns a little bit more, yeah. (laughs) They're just some guys. They're just hanging out. (laughs) Here's my, okay, here's my problem. You want to know my problem? It has nothing to do with what clowns are doing themselves. Like, in in fact, um, you know, I've got got some clown things to say later on, but- uh, uh, this is the clowns episode. We ha- like we have to get all of our clown feelings out now. Mm-hmm. The the thing that like fucks me up about clowns is is not what clowns are doing, but the fact that people refer to clowns as if they are a separate species than humans, <laughs> even among people who like clowns. They're like they they consider clowns to be extra human. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> That fucks that fucks me right up. That's fair. I, I mean, remember like a few years ago when it was the whole like clown epidemic and mm-hmm. people were just clowns in the woods and then there were posts like, well, is it like a real clown or is it someone in a costume? <laughs> and that's awful to think it's about. It's awful. Yeah. Uh, even in a, a, a show that we enjoy, The Unsleeping City, they had enemies called true clowns and they were real clowns. <laughs> Right. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I, I guess, I guess my thing is, is that I don't get why, I, I don't get the language around clowns, I guess is what I'm saying. Is, yeah. is that like, I, I kind of understand why some people are scared of them. My mom is terrified of them. Mm. Uh, and I also understand why people would want to defend clowns, but I don't understand why both groups, are like, so let's, so first off, ground rules, clowns are not human. <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely get what you're, what you're putting down. That is uh, extremely true. I, you know what my theory is about that? Is like, what? I think it's because not a lot of clowns talk about clownery on the internet or whatever. So like, we have less like firsthand experience people who are professional clowns and stuff being like oh this is like what i do for a living or like i do like specific like acrobatic things or like i worked in this circus like we don't have a lot of that as popular opinions so uh, i guess like what popped around it is this idea of like we haven't heard from clowns before what if they are <laughs> different like like <laughs> like a vampire because like like okay from an outsider perspective outside of the clown world right 
So, uh, so from an outside perspective, uh, what you see is, you know, people who, uh, like show up and they're clowns and they're in the clown outfit and, you know, they've got paint all over their bodies and they have a different name. They're called Blinky or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, if you see the person in the clown outfit out of clown makeup at the grocery store, and it's just like, "Hey, I'm Greg. I'm a I'm a dentist, also." <laughs> like those two experiences are very different. And like yeah. y- when you think of clown, the, when you think of like the clown, and when you think of the man, you think of them as being different, yes. even though they're physically the same. Yeah, absolutely. Like you're not like a twenty four seven clown. So, like, when you take off the makeup, people don't know that you're a clown. And then even if you do know that someone's a clown, it is such, like, a stage persona versus a real human person. Sure. I, I feel like it's it's sort of the same response as, like, like people who see celebrities across the street and then, like, shout the name of a character they played. Mm-hmm. Batman. It's like, you're, you're not... <laughs> You're not seeing the person. You're seeing mm. like, oh fuck. Uh, uh, I was about to say Jerry Seinfeld, but that's a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> first celebrity that Jupiter thinks of. <laughs> well, first somehow first celebrity that I think of, and second the like worst example because he's also called Jerry Seinfeld in the show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. God. It's like Will Smith, right? Like, the reason why Will Smith in French, Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, like, his character is just called Will Smith because of that, because he didn't want people to shout a character's name at him. Fair enough, honestly. Honestly, yeah. And, like, I can't think of literally any other example for some reason right now. Hmm. No, I'm also having trouble. Hmm. Why is it, why is it so hard to think of an actor's name and the name of a character they played? <laughs> Rob Thomas, and also he was Rob Thomas in iZombie, I think. Fuck. Uh, oh, okay. How, how about this one? Uh, uh, fucking Bill, Bill... Wait, hold on. Bill Murphy? Is that right? Oh, Bill Murphy? What? Is that the name? Bill, Bill Murphy? Bill Murray. Oh my god, Bill I'm Murray. the worst. I'm the worst. I was gonna talk about Bill Murray and then Bill Murray in, in Zombieland. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it would have been funny, but I called him Bill Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know oh what, Jupiter? I feel what? like that sort of like, you know, stage persona versus real human person would would be very akin. I know I've already joked about this earlier, but it's very akin to having a drag persona. It's like you're in like a costume and you're performing and then outside mm-hmm. of it, you're a normal human person. And then people will be like, oh my God, it's fuck me. What's a drag queen's name? Fucking Bianca Del Rio. <laughs> The worst human person, or like Katya Zelomochkova, uh, and it's like, you know, my name's Brian. <laughs> I'm not in drag right now. Uh, I don't know. I wonder how clowns feel about this. Get on the line if you're a clown. Honestly- if- Call the hotline. <laughs> If you're a clown, if you're legit, if you are a clown, or like, you know what? I'm going to end it there. If you are a clown, I'm not going to ask you to bother anybody. If you are a clown, email us about your clown thoughts. I would love to hear your clown thoughts. About just clowning in general, but also the phenomenon of people seeing clowns as being separate from human. Yeah. I would be very interested. We'll we'll talk about it on, on a future show, if you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. Miles. <laughs> Jupiter. 
This, uh, well, what what could the theme of this episode be? <laughs> so the theme of this is a song with big clown energy. And I, I'll be honest, much in the Jupiter fashion, I said this and I was like, I don't actually have a song in mind. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I said this. <laughs> but it was easy to find one because I listened to clown music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't think you would have trouble. I know if people listening to this podcast know, but I do have a big affinity for clowns. I love them. I love them very, very much. Um, I've never really been afraid of clowns. I just really like them. <laughs> I have a fucking needlepoint of a sad clown in my room. <laughs> I really like clowns. Um, so uh, this is a theme that I'm very at home with. I love the aesthetics of a carnival or a circus. Um, so the song that I bought, go into a little bit of a deep dive with it, but uh, mm-hmm. After we give it a listen, I would love to bring the song Elephant Elephant by Evelyn Evelyn to the show. Now, I can already tell that's a whimsical ass title. It is a very whimsical title. <laughs> I just like everything about what you've said is already, it's just got such circus vibes. Big circus energy. Big circus energy. Uh, I could, I can already tell the clowniness of this. Hell yeah. Well, without further ado, let's give this a whittle listen. Yeah, let's do it. Elephant, elephant. You're sad and in a cage, but that's irrelevant. Irrelevant. Because everyone is jealous when they see me riding by on a friend of such great size. Other kids have bikes. That's true. Or daddies pick them up from school. But that won't do for me. You understand. Understand. Other kids have horses. Other kids have dogs. Other kids have hamsters. Other kids have frogs. But the pet for me is something much more grand. (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> What'd you think? It's very sweet. It's a very sweet. Uh, it's mostly sweet. Yeah. It's very much like clowns in general. It's like mostly like good vibes. And then there's just like this little twinge of like uh, reality. Yeah. Um, and uh, that is definitely the line, uh, elephant, you're sad and in the cage, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A hundred percent. Uh, so, oh my god. <laughs> uh, so, um, I only found this song a little bit ago, and uh, I recently listened to the full album, uh, and then I looked into uh, Evelyn Evelyn themselves, uh, but that was only just before this episode, so I'm not super, you know, I'm not an expert on what's going on, but uh, the self-titled album by Evelyn Evelyn, called Evelyn Evelyn, um, are about, uh, it's a fake band. Are made up of conjoined twins, uh, and they have a very bad life. And I will say that before anyone listens to this album, it is definitely 18 plus and very, very dark. And for me, not great. It was interesting, but also very sad. <laughs> so, yeah. Just a forewarning before anyone gets into this. But I really enjoyed this song because a couple of the songs in the album are extremely sad and then other ones are extremely bright and happy like this one, which like really paints the picture like when you listen to the whole thing. But I really like this song because like 
out of context. It's just a great little, like, happy clown song. Uh, and I truly love it. So the backstory for this song, basically, is that uh, when Evelyn and Evelyn uh, go to the circus, also, like, when they started out their lives, they were called Eva and Lynn, but then no one could figure out which one was which, so they're both called Evelyn. Mm. They were brought to the circus and they met this uh, conjoined elephant named uh, Bimba and Kimba, but they, because they're called Evelyn and Elephant... <laughs> Evelyn called it Elephant Elephant, uh, which is very cute. And there are performances that they would play their songs on top of this elephant, and it was their best friend because they found something that they could relate to on a very, like, base level, and it was their best friend in the world. Yeah. And I love that this song is just so, like, it is very much what you're talking about. It's a very, like, good, like, culmination of what a circus would be, of, like, especially because this feels very, like, it's a kind of, like, the aesthetic is of an earlier century, even though it's set in sort of, like, the 80s and 90s, uh, but, like, back when circuses were kind of shitty, and it was that, it's the vibe of, like, it's very joyful, and the situation is kind of shitty. So it's, like, very bright and has these, like, little dark elements underneath it. Right, like, honestly, like, like, I've, I've never been to a circus, I've never been near a circus, a circus has never been near me, as far as I'm aware, there's never been a <laughs> yeah. circus in town. Uh, but when I think of a circus, I i mean, honestly, my frames of reference are like uh, uh, days since Jupiter has referenced the movie Big Fish. <laughs> Countdown goes to zero. In the movie Big Fish, there a, there's a circus that is a prominent part of it. It also features uh, D- Danny DeVito, who is a ringleader who might also be a werewolf. Hey, hmm. Big Fish is a good fucking movie. I, oh, anyway, sorry. Uh, but like stuff like that, and then stuff like um, like something this wicked this way comes, like are sort of my like main frames of reference for circuses of like where it's joyous and wondrous, and there are so many like bright lights and things to see and all sorts of wonders around every corner. But also, if you go just, like, one corner the wrong way, you'll see, like, a clown and a juggler and and a animal tamer all just, like, sitting behind a tent, playing cards, smoking cigarettes, and swearing. <laughs> and, like, that is... I don't know, that's such a, like, such an aesthetic that I really appreciate. <laughs> Yeah. And has has always, I don't know, always sort of vibed with me of like, yeah. like, I don't know, I just like places that are like, at least in stories that are th- like really thinly veiled. Mm. I don't know. <sighs> Probably why, why I like series of unfortunate events. It has very much similar vibes. Yeah, there is a, there's a very particular aesthetic of that, like, yeah, CD carnival, but also like the joy of it. The uh, yeah, the bright lights and the beauty of it, and that like something sinister is happening, but not in like an actually dark way, in sort of a super villain way, in sort of a ghostly kind of way, which I enjoy. Yeah, either in a ghostly kind of way or in a like working class kind of way. <laughs> Truly, yeah. Just like, hey, I'm fucking Joe. <laughs> I'm Bozo the Clown. <laughs> it's it's good. Uh, but yeah, I really like this song. Uh, but yeah, I don't have too much else to say about it. Uh, again, the album Evelyn Evelyn by Evelyn Evelyn is very good, but it is pretty dark. So, you know, tread lightly. Yeah, yeah. Well, Miles, 
Jupiter. Uh, we're, I'm going to be real. <laughs> this this was sort of a struggle for me. I figured, yeah. Because I don't listen to a lot of clown music. No. I, I don't have a circus energy. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm very much in in the murk, in the mire, in the in the in the garbage. <laughs> I'm in the garbage, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um but I had uh, I had some fun with this one. I I, uh, I thought about some stuff we were talking about pretty recently, and uh, I, I will say. So initially, I was going to because I was like thinking of like literally any clown artists that I know, and the first one that popped into my head was a an artist that my dad liked years ago, uh, named Mister Bungle. Mister Bungle. Yeah, uh, and then like, and then you like, you look into Mr. Bungle for like literally point three seconds, and you're like, no, <laughs> no, yeah. like literally, like look at at the song titles, and you're just like, this isn't it. This isn't. This is not it, Chief. Hang on, I'm googling Mr. Bungle. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh, the frequently asked question on Google: Why did Mr. Bungle break up? Oh, I wonder. <laughs> Gee, I wonder. Gee, I oh my wonder. god. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I didn't bring a song from them. Cool. But what I did instead is I thought about it for uh for uh, literally 2 seconds more and I was like, "Oh yeah, this makes sense." So, the song that I'm bringing today is uh Juggalo Homies by Insane Clown Posse. <gasps> oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> How how you doing there, Miles? <laughs> I'm very happy because you know what is so funny when I was thinking about this because I was like, I wonder what Jupiter's gonna bring because at the end of last episode you were like, oh, I have no idea, and I was thinking like, oh, maybe like something by like Caravan Palace or something that sort of like you know that oh, yeah. aesthetic. Uh, I was like, oh, maybe that. For some reason, ICP never crossed my mind. <laughs> Not even a glimmer. Because <laughs> here's the thing, is that, like, you know, I, uh, I, I mean, the two of us advocated for ICP on a recent episode. Yeah. And, you know, like, we understand that, uh, that, like, they're not a, like, evil band or anything, like a yeah. lot of people say that they are. Yeah. They're, like, we, you know, we talked about it, Juggalo's all about family. Mm-hmm. And it occurred to me that, like, I know that I have that opinion. I have that that those feelings about ICP, but I've never actually listened to any of their songs. Mm, I think I've only listened to like maybe a couple, like maybe two or three. Mm-hmm. And I uh, uh, was just poking around, and the song immediately jumped out at me as like the just perfect energy. Hell yeah! So, uh, without further ado, I mean, let's just let's just give it a go. Let's give it a listen. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Look, I probably love my family more than anybody here, but my homies are family too. Third cousins, get out of here. Who was you with when you got tattooed? And who was you tripping with when you did them mushrooms? And who the fuck threw up all over your car and then felt worse than you about the shit in the morning? Who loans your money, homie? Who owes your cash? Who taught you how to use the barn for the grass? I don't know much, but I gotta assume when you hit your first net, your homies was in your talking about homies. 
So. So. What'd you think? So weird listening to insane clown buzzy. <laughs> how to describe it it's like there's such a thing there's such a like a meme internet culture thing like Mm -hmm. such like a like rave scene alternative thing you're so used to it when you're our age it's like yeah it's fucking insane clown posse but to not really listen to insane clown posse and then listen to a song about loving your friends (laughs) by insane clown posse is just like there's some cognitive dissonance there and I know that this is one of their lighter songs, but it's yeah, wild. It, if you wanna, if, if you want a, a taste of uh, of what I think is more akin to a regular ICP joint, uh, the next song that I listened to was called "To Catch a Predator." And it's a uh, fictionalized story of the main character uh, luring in and then violently murdering child predators uh, in great detail. Hell yeah. And uh, fucking people hear that, right? They hear that. And they're like, and it like they internally buy into the um, the ICP gangs myth. We're like that song doesn't fucking like prove that they're fucking violent. Mm. Like that's their aesthetic, but doesn't prove that they're violent. That song exists so that they can uh uh shout it on stage and then as an immediate call out of like absolutely no fucking pedophiles in our space. Yeah, that is uh, definitely the thing with Insane Clown Posse is like more than a lot of alternative scenes. If you're like a fucking pedophile Nazi, you're not welcome at all <laughs> by the energy created. Right. Like uh, it, the Insane Clown Posse are like considered to be like they're legally considered to be a gang. Mm hmm. Because because they have the audacity to establish boundaries around their community. Yeah. Like, like you should be saying that pedophiles are not welcome in your community. You should be saying that Nazis are not welcome in your community. You should be saying that transphobes are not welcome in your community. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of, like, the things that I am so, like, annoyed at by the punk scene is that even though a lot of modern punk bands are very, like open and vocal about that the shitheads are only listening to like older stuff by like nazi punk bands that like are going to allow that behavior and so like the scene is already flooded with that shit that you have to avoid and like it's kind of it's already so fucking built into the foundation that it's impossible to get away from and so seeing like a scene that is actually so like based around like i will literally kill you is awesome like it's great that's yeah a hundred percent like like oh by the way also um it's not it's not lost on me that the u.s government will declare icp a gang but has never uh declared the ku klux klan a gang yeah which is uh what the fuck (laughs) truly right so um you know if you're on the fence just consider that i guess Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean this song is just like as raw as you can get just these people are my family these people are you know who i go to when i need help yes 
family is important. If you have a healthy family, you know, cherish that. But if you don't, if if your blood ties are the only reason why anything, like, where you get anything out of your family, um, then, like, what the fuck are you doing? But you always have a place here. Yeah. I don't know, like... It's this song is like so sweet. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Just like like I don't know, like it's like it's clear, right? Of like ICP talking about their community, you know, they have fucking this song which is like fucking saccharine for the most part. Yeah. Like, yes, like, you know, there are maybe a couple of lyrics that they probably didn't think the most about. Mm-hmm. And there are, uh, uh, it also ends, uh, which I just think is funny with, uh, them being like, if you don't like me, you can fuck. It's such a good hook. (laughs) Genuinely, it's so good. Uh, And yeah, that's what I really like about the Violent J verse. Like the first verse is like what you were saying of like, hey, yeah, like obviously love your family if like they're there for you. But I like the the like last half of it being like but you know who was there when you got tattoos who was doing mushrooms with you who like threw up in your car and felt terrible about it and like helped you out because it's those little things that you're not gonna do with your family and uh right i really enjoy that being like yeah listen family is good but also you need your like found family to be there for the like actual fuck up or like life decision moments that aren't necessarily part of like quote unquote regular society especially if you're like alternative like like icp fans are the jugglers and the jugglers right yeah absolutely like also i i gotta say right like i like i genuinely feel that you know for the most part i think the jugglers represent a uh a like at least from an outside perspective a much more healthy view of masculinity than mainstream masculinity Mm. does yeah i would i would agree with that like yeah they're you know a bunch of i mean truthfully they're a bunch of poor working class people in clown makeup go into a field to go see their favorite band Mm. but like the audacity to like just have like raw appreciation for other men in your life to have um like boundaries and knowing how to establish boundaries and knowing how to like have self-respect yeah and like to respect others who respect you mm-hmm. like but also like not and uh, another thing like blatantly saying like if authority figures aren't working for you then they're not there for you and you don't yeah. owe them anything yeah like i don't know like i i, I just like you know they got, they got my respect yeah i think that's why i really like icp as like a working class uh band moment because that's rave culture you know it's like i can't go to clubs i'm gonna go to this fucking abandoned like tunnel or whatever the fuck and just jam out on someone's shitty radio that's the point right yeah yeah it's like i don't know like music really does have a a lot of power to bring people together and i feel like in a lot of like mainstream music culture there's a lot of like i don't know a lot of it is uh about like self-importance and selfishness and like uh and I'm not necessarily discrediting that by and large, but I feel that like a lot of music in like mainstream culture isn't about like 
coming together as a community, right? Like, yeah. like the idea of trying to appeal to a broad, nebulous, mainstream audience, just sort of like, even if the work that you're making is good, even if you are a good person, inherently, by attempting to do that, you are sort of like distilling uh, uh, what you're, uh, or diluting what you're like, core messaging is and like you're not creating a community you're trying to appeal to anyone who will listen yeah uh and i like i think that it's really important for more specific communities and more like and for art to be more like targeted towards specific communities uh and like not try and escape out of those communities because it shows a level of like like not only class consciousness but also like just unity and strength and mutual support and you know like we as we see with ink and clown posse your family can be people who are fans of the same music you are yeah there is like there's yeah, there's like a larger uh, sort of understanding and basis for a connection than with other scenes. Like there is a much like there are a bunch of different ideologies, aesthetics and stuff that you can immediately be like, this is a person I can actually talk to and communicate with and trust. Right. Uh, and like also like, you know, just being like, like, hey, we are the we are the thing that like represents this community. We are the like vessel by which it flows yeah, in a way. For sure. So we need to be the gate that protects that community. And if you're like, if you're fucking Taylor Swift or whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because like you you don't have to give a shit about the people who listen to your music. But if you're ICP, you really do have to care. And and being that gate of like, hey, if you're a pedophile and you try and come into this community, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, I have a hatchet and it's going in your skull. Not only do I have a hatchet, but me and all my homies have hatchets. We have a family hatchet. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. I think it's a, it's just so important yeah. to like if you are an artist, you do have a responsibility for the people who listen and participate in your art. Absolutely. And you have a responsibility to protect them. And that means, you know, that you just got to shut some fucking people out. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. If you're a person that's like, oh, I can't say anything in case I lose fans. And this goes for like any sort of creative medium. If you say stuff like that, that's like, oh, I can't be like, I can't support Black Lives Matter because what if people like, you know, stop listening to me or stop watching me or whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> Like, Fuck have off. a spine. You don't deserve people who are actually good people listening to if you're a shithead. And, like, mm -hmm. it's why wouldn't you want to say fuck off to bad people? Like, truly. Why would you want them communicating with you? Is fame that important? Like, uh, yeah, don't, don't answer that question, Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I don't know why I'm calling out Taylor Swift specifically, but she's just sort of like, I don't know, just sort of represents all, like, represent, her and Ed Sheeran represent what music, like, mainstream music is to me yeah, right now. it's just uh, bad and not good to listen to. And I like pop music and they make bad pop music. <laughs> 
they just genuinely, you can absolutely cut this out if you would like. I'm not ashamed, but if you would like to, but uh, every time Taylor Swift releases new music and I see friends go, time to listen to this, I'm like, what are you doing? She's not, like, and they say, like, <laughs> my gay music. She's not. <laughs> She's not. She's not. She's not. <sighs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, um, hey, hey, that's, that's my clown song. <laughs> I very much enjoyed your clown song, both, both because like, obviously insane clown posse and like the whole aesthetic is very like dark clown, you know, uh, but also like on a different level, clowns are about family. The circus is a family. Oh, I, I, I remembered the thing that I wanted to, to, uh, talk about earlier. Oh Yeah. So, uh, with, this is something, this is like general clown thing, uh, but also very much with ICP. So, um, like I, I, a reason given when people are like, oh, why are people afraid of clowns? Uh, a, a reason that people say a lot is like the, the makeup. And I think there's something to that of like, like the idea, the, cl- the clown makeup look, and this is something that ICP does is, you know, like completely white paint with black paint Mm -hmm. around the lips and around the eyes or maybe his eyebrows potentially. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I was thinking about this recently. I was like, that's not an inherently scary thing. All it's doing is it's accentuating people's facial features Mm. to like, if they're smiling, they appear to smile bigger, right? Um, And like, there is something unsettling about that, I guess, but it's a matter of perspective because I feel like a lot of times, um, and I'm saying this as an autistic person who has a lot of trouble like showing and reading emotions, Mm -hmm. but just like generally, I feel like at the very least in the US, culturally, we're sort of trained to show our emotions as little as possible. Mm-hmm. And like sort of stone faced is considered to be like the default expression. So if somebody is like smiling all the time, then the assumption is that something is like wrong or there's like it's a fake smile or something like that. But like if simply like changing your perspective on it, it can be like, yeah, the clown makeup accentuates the features but that can be a good thing. It can just be nice to, like, you know, s- just see what somebody's feeling, like, directly on their face with, like, even less ambiguity. And I feel like in, from an outsider to ICP, that can seem, sort the clown makeup can seem scary mm-hmm. and, like, they're hiding their face. But... I think it's the opposite is true for uh, inside of ICP. I think that the clown makeup is there to accentuate their face and make it more obvious so that you're looking at it and you're like, you know, like if like if somebody in, you know, your juggalo squad is sad, you'll be able to see it more because their clown makeup will make it obvious and you can like hype them up, you know, and yeah. help them and it's- reach out. It's uh, it's visual shorthand for like the emotion, uh, or 
like if they're a performer for the character that they're playing. Like it is visual shorthand to go like this is the expectation of interaction, which is really genuinely helpful. <laughs> it is quite nice. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I, I think just like it, it just goes to show like at least from from, you know, I've never gone to an ICP show. I've I don't think I've ever actually like had a conversation with a juggalo. This is fully outside perspective. But um but like it feels like for every reason from an outsider perspective that people think insane clown posse is scary or bad from an inside perspective it's like the reasons why it feels safe to be there for them yeah it should only feel it should feel dangerous to the people that it should feel dangerous to right like there's a there's a i I think it's a violent j quote that i was reading recently uh when i was doing research for this episode and he was he was just talking about it uh about what it like means to be a juggalo and he was just talking about like it's a place where like no one makes fun of the fat kid for drying off in in the towel like yeah. uh, after going swimming. It's yeah. a place where uh like everyone is always willing to help each other out uh and we all understand that like we'll respect and love each other. Yeah. And like I don't know like just acknowledging of like these people exist. These people are, you know, like they have their regular lives, and in their regular lives, they might get made fun of, might get bullied or ridiculed or uh, misunderstood. But you fucking put on some shorts mm-hmm. and a and a and a fucking Hawaiian shirt and some clown makeup, and you go to an ICP show, and you're welcomed in, and you're appreciated, and you're there is like raw unity there and i don't know like it's just it's just sweet is Hell all yeah. cool as fuck yeah we could all learn something from insane clown posse i think um uh, but yeah that's uh that's all i got to say about juggalo homies hell yeah you know what i realized while we were recording this i was just thinking what thinking my thoughts you yeah know. you know how i do uh-huh um my first ever cosplay was of a homestuck character and he is a juggalo so i think i've technically done juggalo makeup Okay. That's all the realization I had. I was just thinking like, oh, I wonder how it would be to put on juggling. Make- Hang on, wait a minute. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 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 Hi. Um, We should probably uh, take a quick little breaky break, huh? Yeah, let's do a little dippy dip dip. Yeah. A little, uh, little, a little dip into the pool. Get your, get your feet warm. Mm-hmm. Get your toes wet. Yeah. Get right into that ooze. <laughs> One, two, three, let's go. All right. All righty. It's fucking episode time. It's episode time. We're the, right now is currently episode. Mm-hmm. Now this is what I call an episode. That's that's what I call an episode. You know what? What, Miles? Hmm. I'm debating. What do you? On... What could you possibly? I'm thinking my thoughts. <laughs> Let me think my thoughts. What could you possibly be debating? <laughs> I'm debating whether or not we should play a game. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Would you like to have a quick game? Yeah, I mean, you've said it now. Mm. Seems like seems yeah. like it would be a good opportunity now that you've said it. Yeah, I don't want to bait you and then be like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, bitch. I got your hopes up. Gotcha. All right. 
It is another round of Song Association, the game in which I give Jupiter words and she must find song lyrics that contain the word within them, (sighs) within the time limit of 15 seconds. Interesting. This week is clown themed. Are you serious? It's, well, it's circus themed for sure. Oh God. Okay. All right. Interesting. (laughs) It's more circus than clown, I would say. Oh no. This is, these themed ones are really fucking me up i know (laughs) but you're quite good at it so i would like to see you to to give you some advanced ones i don't i didn't like uh think of like any songs beforehand really like i had some ideas for like what songs would fit in for these words but it was more just like free word association in my brain of what i should bring uh so i have five different words Jupiter, are you ready? I guess so, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your first word is funny. Funny. Sorry, Winston is barking, like, for some reason, and it's really distracting me. Is he okay? Do you want to go check on him? Winston, what's going on? Also, your time has been up. I don't... <laughs> yeah, I know. I know my time's been up. I'm yeah. going to go check on the dog. Check on Winston. Give me, give me a momo. Uh, never mind. He stopped before I even got out the door. No. Winston. Winston. Um, can I get 10 more seconds? Yeah, we can start over on that one. Okay. All right. All right. And start. Winston is barking again. What the? Winston! <laughs> Winston! Stop this! Oh my god. Well, I can't think of anything or funny. Let's just let's just call that a wash. <laughs> oh. Are you sure you don't want to check on Winston before we continue? It's okay. It's okay. There's other people in the house. Okay. Your second word is light. Light. Oh fuck. I can't And I that can't. is time. It's a it's a hard one. I can't think of anything. <laughs> Head empty. <laughs> like, like I don't. When my uh, uh, like I start to think of lyrics, and then I'm like, I don't think these are real lyrics to real songs. I do that too. <laughs> like that's not real. What am I doing? What's going on? Okay, okay. I got a real focus up. I got. I got to at least get one. All right, all right. I believe in you. Okay. Your third word is ring. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. Yeah, if baby. you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. <laughs> Oh I got God. one. I love that. Love that. Uh, fucking spot on. I totally forgot about that song. All right. Your fourth word is strong. I'm sorry, what? Strong. Strong. Okay. Um, Harder, better, faster, stronger. Oh, I love. That's a good pull. That's a fucking good pull. Does that count? I think that counts. Okay. I'm not going to be strict about it. Come on. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You just separate the the strong from the uh. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right. Your last word is carnival. Oh fuck! Fuck you! I know. I know that I have a song in there, and that is time. I know that there's a there's a song that I've listened to. There's a song that in has my heart. the word. Ah, so, uh, I don't think it's a Lemon Demon song. For oh. some reason, I want. For some reason, I want to say it's an Aesop Rock song. Hmm. Has has the word carnival in it somewhere? Mm-hmm. I thought of a Riot Girl song when I was writing it. That was it's a it's a good song. But hey, you got to 
out of five. I got two out of five. That's that's not bad. I think it's still better than I did last time, maybe. I think, yeah. Well, the Christmas one, the the holiday one was pretty bad. It it was a little little hard. It was a little hard. Thank you for playing Song Association. (laughs) Thank thank you for doing it. Every time that this game pops up, um, I panic. (laughs) (laughs) Fail. Very fail. All right. I want to spin the wheel. You want to spin the wheel? I want it. You want to? I want it. Let me do it. I dare you. I dare you to. I dare you to spin the wheel right now. I double dog dare you. I'm spun the wheel. Yeah. My song. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with this choice. Again. I, <laughs> so hard every time we do this to be like, it's a song. Um, it's... <laughs> This is a song that I've actually been listening to a fair, a, a fair bit recently. Uh, so it is uh, Neighborhood Number 2, Leica, by Arcade Fire. It's a long-ass title. Oh my, oh my god. I don't listen to a lot of Arcade Fire, but it's a good song. Yeah, for some reason, Arcade Fire is a band that I do not think about ever. Um, th- they operate a place in my brain where I'm just like, like they never release any music as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. I never have any idea what's going on with them, uh, and they are not in my circle. Yeah, there is a it's a blank spot upon the brain. Fully, fully. I, I feel like, like, like even though I like I don't know how similar the bands are arcade fire and like 21 pilots are very much in the same place for me awful <laughs> listen i'm not an arcade fire stand but that's harsh <laughs> i i here's the thing i don't even know anything about 21 pilots to say whether or not that's harsh or not Nah, i just don't like them i will say though to your point it is white people music for both of them oh for sure a hundred percent this is some this is some straight up white people music mm-hmm. uh <laughs> with that being said <laughs> Without further ado. Without further, uh, our, uh, our, our white boy in the field, Miles Lazarus, <laughs> reporting. I have a microphone. There's a hurricane behind me. <laughs> God. Our white boy correspondent. <laughs> Miles, what's happening? Ah! <laughs> There's a goddamn tornado. <laughs> I need to leave. You can't. <laughs> God. All right, let's give this song a little listen. <laughs> Would that joke have been funnier if it was uh, about uh, arson that happened in an arcade? Would it? Would it have been funnier? I don't know. Let's workshop that. <laughs> vote now <laughs> on your phones. It. Yeah, vote now. Call in. Everyone, call into the hotline. <laughs> So, what did you think? I mean, I mean, I'll say this. I don't, I think that I'm going to continue to not uh, listen to Arcade Fire. (laughs) 
I, I think that it's still going to remain as a blind spot for me. And I think that's okay. That's fine. I, I think I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's really funny because after listening to this song fairly recently, I was like, maybe I should listen to Arcade Fire again. <laughs> It takes all sorts to make up this podcast. I mean, I don't know if I'll... It, it's sort of the thing of, like, I've listened to other Arcade Fire songs and they're different than this one, and it might be the thing of, like, I like this song, but listening to other songs from, like, this album or whatever, I'd be like, eh, maybe not. I don't know. I'll give it a go. Uh, but I do... I I like this song. Um, I mean, I like sad boy music. This has been established on this podcast. But... <laughs> <laughs> I I like this because I like the um I guess I like the imagery of it and this whole like uh likening uh this child that is clearly like different or like alternative neurodivergent something maybe queer um a different kid and uh it doesn't fit in with the aesthetic of the like neighborhood that they grew up in and so they keep getting kicked out of their house um and it's sort of likened to uh Laika the dog going into space without any intention of it coming back alive and uh this sort of thing of like it is important for you to go out uh and we don't care what happens afterwards um and this sort of like parental idea again like this episode is a lot about uh, family and stuff. This is very much in the vein of just because they are blood relatives doesn't mean that they actually care for you or are good for you um, and how they care much more about their image and making other people happy than this kid that is clearly in a bad place. Yeah, I mean, like... Like, I, I definitely, like, feel that and, like, like it, it's true of, like, a lot of times if you are not the, if you're not the way that your family expects you to be, then they will really resent you for not, um for not basically letting them get away with doing nothing and not raising you. Yeah, for sure. And, like, just, like, truly, like, horrible experiences. Uh, and it can very much feel like you're just sort of being dumped out, of, yeah. out into the world. Like, hell, even if you do have good parents of, like... I don't know, like, if you don't have resources already going into it, the, like, schooling system, you know, in America, I can only speak for America, but I hear things uh, of other places as well, can't really prepare you for what the world really is like. And it doesn't give you the tools to deal with that. And and I think that's just something that, like, truth be told, something that is, like, true about, I mean, fucking almost anybody, mm. is that we are not given the tools to succeed. Where nobody ever makes room for us. Mm. And that extends, like, you know, like, some people 
fucking need special considerations. Some people need special treatment for certain things. Some people simply can't interact with society even at the base level that everyone is fucked at. Mm. Like, like no one prepares you for life. And if you have any disadvantages at all, you get even further thrown under the bus. And in a world that is all about competition and trying to be the quote-unquote best while you know old fucks who never like worked a day in their life you know don't move out of the way and then prepare you know like for when they die for their children to take over yeah um like it's easy to feel like there's nowhere to go yeah and and i think that like you know the the way to combat that is you know through community and and you know organizing and helping each other out and mutual aid and um also cough cough uh, uh fucking universal basic income mm-hmm. uh and uh cough 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 healthcare yeah it is uh yeah it's it hasn't been okay for such a long time but our generation is one that is finally trying to say something and do something about it because it's unjust and the level like people deserve a basic level of happiness in the world right and, you know, people have been, you know, fighting against capitalism for as long as capitalism has existed. Uh, oh, like, yeah. absolutely. For sure. Like, you know, the current generation of activists are, you know, whether they know it or not, they are on the shoulders of the previous generation of activists. Yes. But like now, I feel like the difference is, is that discontentment with society, discontentment with the way that things are, discontentment with the way of life, and discontentment with the disadvantages that are given while fucking rich assholes who spend their their day like fucking trying to get higher golf scores than their the the fucking sons of their dad's friends or whatever mm. like these assholes coast through life without ever having any major challenges and they like are even more like virulent and like venomous and yeah. just like leeches on like society that like discontentment about that has finally approached mainstream conversation. Yeah. And conversations about universal ba- basic income and like fucking uh, affordable uh, or, or um, uh, universal health care about, uh, uh, I mean, fucking universal housing initiatives and and the like absolute like uselessness of landlords and how we don't fucking need landlords. Um, like conversations like this are more and more mainstream. And I think it's like it's mostly because of like young like Gen Z kids learning about all of this shit through the internet and then telling their parents and like radicalizing their family yeah for sure i don't know there's like this is definitely a different time in history but like i don't know like focusing on like working together and helping each other out and you know finding people who are who 
care about the world mm. and care about you and care about who you are uh, and who as a community pro- like help protect you and the rest of the community from horrible influences and people and like that is incredibly important and more important mm. than ever right now. So, yeah. you know, just fucking, uh, I don't know. Like, I've been saying a lot of words, but I don't know that I know where I'm going with any of them. So <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I I think that's why I like, uh, I don't know. I, that's why I think I relate to, in some ways, songs like this. Uh, because it really, even if my family is nice and accepting, there is still a lot of capitalist assumptions about what's happening and the expectation keeps getting younger and younger for uh, understanding what you're going to do for the rest of your life um, even though that is nothing to us anymore because we have no job security right right and our wages are all fucked uh, and a million things I mean how like okay, these fucking like like how how could people think that Gen Z wouldn't fully be like extremely radicalized mm. when the next generation up millennials have not been able to find any success yeah the gig economy has fucked us <laughs> like it really like has. and and then if you're gen z looking up at millennials being like like wow your life is like that's not something to look forward to hey mm-hmm. every hey wait a second i think everything might be fucked Maybe we should do something about that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm still not going to listen to Arcade Fire. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's still, it's still, yeah, it's sad. I'm just a kid in life as a nightmare, sad boy. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but hey, listen, I like that our podcast turns into our radicalization efforts because goddamn, we need to be active and communicative about what we're all doing. It needs to be a mm-hmm. communal effort. We're all in this together. It's High School Musical, baby. Sure. Sure, why not? All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. Uh, Miles. Jupiter. I have a theme for you. Well, you better tell me. And the theme that I'm going to go with for next episode, I think, is going to be a music video you have so much to say about. Oh, gosh. Oh, golly. Yeah, this mm. is gonna... The, I love just occasionally just, like, focusing in on music videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's such an important part of music. Mm. And there is, in particular, a music video that I really need to talk about. Okay. Uh, and I would like you to find one as well. Yeah, yeah. Fucking do it. So, thank you so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. I, uh, uh, you can, hey, you can leave us a review on iTunes if you would like. A five-star review would be much appreciated. Uh, you can also leave reviews elsewhere on the internet. I haven't looked around for, for, uh, reviews elsewhere in a little bit, but I'll, uh, do that for next episode. Um, you can reach us on Twitter at, uh, ArtGhostPod. You can reach us on, uh, on our email at I believe it's arcospod at gmail.com. 
yeah. Oh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash art deck aspects, which is a joint Patreon between uh, all three of my podcasts, Art of Vision Ghost Radio, Deck of Friendship, and Enchanting Aspects. Uh, and you can uh, support us there. The monetary support is very much appreciated. And uh, yeah, uh, fucking th- uh, th- uh, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> what an ending. Uh, bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio, and we'll see ya when we see ya. Bye-bye. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>